Welcome to Legal Nurse Podcast, where you will get tips to expand your legal nurse consulting skills. Every week, you'll hear from experts from within and outside of legal nurse consulting. They will share their knowledge to help you grow. Your show is moderated by Pat Iyer, a legal nurse consultant with 30 years experience. So join our community, sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Here's Pat. My name is Pat Iyer. This is Legal Nurse Podcast. We are facing our seventh year, starting our seventh year as a podcast. And it is a delight for me to be able to bring you Allison Dixon, who is a nurse who has emergency department background as well as 18 years of clinical experience, who began recognizing that she loved quality improvement and started doing some chart reviews in her employment and then then realized that this was a fun activity and she transitioned into legal nurse consulting. Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, I know that our listener is going to be curious when I talked about how you transitioned into legal nurse consulting. At what point did you do that? What year did you transition? Um, I took a course in 2018, um, but didn't really set my business off until um, around June of 2020. So right kind of smack dab in the middle of the pandemic, um, that was a really good time for me. Craziness was going on at the regular hospital. Um, So I just wanted a change. And so I thought, you know, I have taken this class, I've invested this time. So now's the right time for me to really get into trying to launch my legal nurse consulting business. And how did you get your first client? Um, I actually was on LinkedIn and I saw a post looking for a nurse with background similar to mine. So um, I did work in quality in a clinic, um, a clinic setting, and they were looking for a nurse who had some emergency nursing background, but also some background in a clinic setting. Um, to do some testifying expert work. And really, it was just reaching out at the right time, seeing the right post at the right time. (laughs) All right. So let me repeat that. You got a job because you saw a post on LinkedIn. So the next question then would be to think about the timing of this, because in March of 2020, when we started falling off the cliff, in April, we were being told, oh, we'll just be closed for a couple of weeks and everything will be fine. You launched your business at a time when people would say, what? And you and you got work? And now as we are recording this, it's August of 2022. Mm-hmm. It's an even more favorable time to be able to work with attorneys. I explain to people who don't know anything about legal nurse consulting that it's a relatively recession-proof profession because people want to sue when they have money. People want to sue when they don't have money. When the economy is good, when the economy is bad, there are still actions and activities that lead people to seek plaintiff attorneys. 
And if we don't have active plaintiff attorneys, we don't have active defense attorneys. So both sides of the law are caught up in this. How, let me get back onto what I wanted to ask you about now that I have spouted my philosophy this morning. The use of LinkedIn is fascinating to me because it's a, a tool that many people kind of put in the background of their mind of, yeah, I should have a profile or, yeah, I should check on my profile and see if it's up to date. Your use of doing that, using LinkedIn to find a job, shows that you're paying attention to the fact that this is where people are hanging out, both those with the need and those with the skills to satisfy the need. In broad terms, somewhere along the line, you learned about the value of networking on LinkedIn. Tell us a little bit more about how that fits into your business plan. So with LinkedIn, um, it is a little strange um, because of it being people you don't know, people that don't even live close to where you live or understand uh, where you come from. But what I like to do uh, on LinkedIn is really just go through and make relationships. Um, it's, I feel like a lot of people can be on LinkedIn, especially there's a ton of legal nurse consultants, a ton of attorneys. So what's going to make me stand out in that, you know, huge sea of people. Um, for me, it's making relationships and making connections. And LinkedIn is a really great place to do that um, because ultimately everybody is there to, um, you know, create business opportunities. However, people are still human and they really crave that human connection. Um, as much as we like to think we're not self-centered, we want people to be interested in us. And so that's really where I try to focus on LinkedIn instead of, you know, giving my elevator pitch to everybody that I connect with. Uh, for instance, yesterday I connected with an attorney who was posting about um, making a brisket. And so I just chatted with him about making a brisket. And, you know, he was telling me about how he likes to cook and we connected. He viewed my profile and then we made a connection um, on LinkedIn. So that's really how I tried to view LinkedIn instead of it thinking about it as a networking place where you're just going to throw your sales pitch. You really still need to make it like um, it, you would in a normal setting, uh, an in-person event where you're going to ask people about their lives. And that's where you really learn how to market specifically to those individuals. And when you are connecting, and I know you mentioned you can connect with people in any part of the country, do you specifically target a geographic region or a type of attorney when you are looking for connections? Um, not necessarily. When I send out um, blind, you know, just I may pick malpractice attorneys, medical malpractice attorneys on one day, or I may pick um, personal injury attorneys another day. Um, but usually there's something in me when I'm scrolling through and looking that just kind of goes, oh, okay. But I try to add connections as many as I can. But then 
um, I also like to dive a little bit deeper. So once I see a post from a new connection, I like to go in, look at their profile and see if there's anything specific that sets them apart from just, you know, their profile saying the same generic thing that their website would say. Um, like I said, so I can hit on that human connection. Um, I've done that before with several attorneys on, um, on LinkedIn. Uh, so I don't have a particular, just, you know, whatever, if I see somebody posting something that I'm not a first connection with and they post something interesting to me or something that relates to me, that's really what I go for rather than, you know, I know you're supposed to mass add people, but that's really not my style. I will, but it's not my style. <laughs> Indeed, LinkedIn is not fond of people who are using software to go through and invite a whole ton of people at one time. They have the ability to detect that use of that software. When you are connecting with an attorney, let's say you've picked a personal injury attorney and mm -hmm. you found something in their profile, you both went to the same school. Mm -hmm. Walk us through what you would say in that that connection request language, because you can, of course, just click on a button that says connect, or you can go to that person's profile and connect, and then you have an opportunity to send an individualized message. Those are two distinct ways to be able to connect with people. Yes. So I actually just recently, in the last year, connected with an attorney who I read his profile and he was a big advocate for, um, he was a personal injury attorney. He is a personal injury attorney. <laughs> and uh, he was a big advocate for mental health. He said that he had suffered with bipolar disorder and that he um, you know, felt like there was a stigma attached. And when he was coming up, you know, he felt like he was never going to amount to be anything really important because he had this mental illness. And, um, you know, he, he had turned out that he became, he wanted to be an attorney and he became an attorney and he felt like he had really accomplished something huge because, you know, all this life, you know, basically being told, you have mental health problems, you know, and all the stigma that's attached to that. So I actually reached out to him and I said, you know, I think that it's really brave um, that you are in a place now in your life where you aren't stigmatized by bipolar disorder and that you're willing to speak about it and other people can connect with you on that level, um, you know, and feel like you're somebody they could like want to be like. And I really, I'm like, I really just applaud that um, because I do have, you know, everybody I think nowadays basically has some form of depression, anxiety, whatever it may be. And, but still people don't want to talk about it. So I just reached out to him and talked to him about that and told him how impressed I was that he was putting that out there on his public profile for everyone to see. And just made a really deep connection. Now, did I get a case from him? Not yet, but I still follow up with him. I check in with him. Um, I comment on his posts and that's really important. You don't want to just like, you need to comment and build conversations. And that's really important in social media is, you know, 
and don't just be like, good job or way to go. Try and start a conversation, ask a question. Asking questions are always a great way to build relationships, but don't ask a question like, hey, do you want to buy my product? <laughs> or do you want to <laughs> use my service? You need to really dig down deep and ask about the person because you're not going to know what they need or want um, until you find out about them. And your comments on doing more than just saying good job are, are critical because I went through some training a few months ago with a guy who talked about what specifically to post and what specifically to do with commenting. And his recommendation was that we avoid the just hitting the like button or good job, great idea, but to, to make two or three meaningful comments about the post that the person put up. Absolutely. And maybe add another point that goes along with that that would amplify on that point. Yes. So that it's a real conversation as opposed to at a boy, as we call it. Yes. Well, you know, I learned um, most of the marketing that I have learned um, and networking is through the BNI, which is Business Networkers International. Um, it is a in person uh, for me. There's chapters all over the world, so there's chapters everywhere. Um, it is a huge organization. Um, we meet in person every week, but they do have hybrids. So you can meet either in person or on Zoom, um, depending on what your chapter is doing. But the foundation for BNI is the giver's gain. And you're making it not about you. And you do one-to-ones. So you meet with somebody in your chapter or even maybe somebody that's not in your chapter, but it's local to you. So I'm in right outside Atlanta. So I'm able to meet with people local to where I am, but also people in different chapters uh, in Atlanta and get together, have a coffee or a phone call. And really what you're supposed to be doing in these one-to-ones is building those relationships, no like trust so that um, they want to give you business. They want to find business for you. So it's not about using each other um, to get business. So I'm not going to come to you and say, here, buy my product. I'll buy your product if you buy my product. No, it's me going out into my community and hearing this person needs their roof fixed. I know a person. I'm going to refer you to this person because I know him because I meet with him every single week. I know he's a good guy. He's going to give you a good deal. So it's the same philosophy, whether you're doing it in person or whether you're doing it on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, wherever you may be doing it, it's about giving back because when you you know, put yourself out there and show it's not all about me. People are going to know, like, and trust you and will want to then you have to make yourself be deserving of a referral. Um, and even if it's a self-referral. So if I'm connecting with an attorney, I have to work to deserve their business. Mm-hmm. Before we continue with the show, I'd like to share this special announcement with you. Hello, hello. My name is Pat Iyer, and I am one of the moderators and 
planners for our sixth Legal Nurse Consulting online conference taking place October 27, 28, and 29. Arlene Klapatsky is one of our speakers. She is a nurse attorney who has been involved in legal nurse consulting, I think a few years longer than I have, come to think of it. And I asked her to join me today to give you just a taste of what she's planning to cover at the conference. Arlene will be part of a panel discussion of experienced legal nurse consultants. Arlene, what's the general content that you're going to share? And then how about one teaser tip that will entice okay. our viewer? Well, I would like to share some of the uh, activities that I arranged and performed uh, in order to build my business. It was all at that time, um, just from my gut, just how to make contact with people. So I did find a couple of ways that turned out to be quite successful for me. All right. And just give us a little bit of a hint. Tell us one thing that worked for you. One of the things that worked best and got me the longest running um, bit of cases, you know, almost 17 years worth of continuous work, um, I got because I was involved in um, my local AALNC chapter. And uh, it I was active over many years, start holding office from the very bottom all the way to becoming president uh, for two terms. And I was always trying to help people start their businesses and uh, referred people as experts. And it turns out that I, with reciprocation by those people, I was able to uh, benefit greatly and have the best um, referral I could have ever imagined. I appreciate that tip. Staying active, being visible, getting involved, leads to referrals, people remembering you, people wanting to help you, recognizing your areas of expertise. That is a great strategy. And you will hear so many more of Arlene's strategies at our conference, October 27, 28, and 29, 2022. You can join us by going to the link right below this video, lnc.tips forward slash October 2022 virtual. There's no spaces there between those last parts of that link. The link again is lnc.tips forward slash October 2022 virtual. And if you see this video after the conference is over or you're hearing this on our podcast, we'll have an opportunity for you to get the recordings and make the investment is so that you can get the information that we shared at the conference. We would love to have you there live, and you'll have an opportunity to ask Arlene your questions and soak in the wisdom and experience of our experienced panel. We'll see you there. Thank you. Now let's return to the show. What is the structure of the BNI meeting when you meet either in person or virtually? What happens during that time? What we do at every meeting is in the beginning, you just have a little open networking time. So our group is really small. We have about 12 members, but there's groups that have like 45 members. And with BNI, it's called a seat. So you can have 
um, a personal injury attorney seat. That's it. There's one person. So you can't have three personal injury attorneys in the same group. So that way that attorney is going to get all the referrals that you would come from that group. So you have different, ours is really blue collar because of where I, I live. So we have a roofer, an AC guy, a lawn care person, um, a baker, and we meet, we do open networking, and then we do our um, educational piece. So every week we talk about different ways to expand our referral base or um, how to be better at networking or getting referrals for other people. Um, it really depends on what's going on in the group at that time. Um, I'm actually the head of the education piece. So I try to just mix it up. Um, and BNI has a lot of really good uh, resources so that you can even go on their website and get education pieces. We also have um, a review of uh, what, what we've brought in. So how many referrals we've brought in, how much, uh, thank you for closed business. So that's when you've finished a, uh, a referral. So somebody will refer, you'll get paid for it. And then you think, Thank you for closed business. So we review how much we have at the end of every month from the referrals that we generate. And then um, we also do our 30 second, no, our 60 second presentation where we talk about who we are, what our business is, and who is a great referral for us. So I would say personal injury attorneys or paralegals, um, things like that. So who you're really wanting them to look for for you. And then we always close it out with a presentation um, where one of our members does an in-depth 15-minute presentation on what they do. Um, you know, I've done one really about uh, record review and like being able, what I can do because I can understand medical jargon um, and posting pictures of, you know, all kinds of crazy, you know, our, our um, abbreviations that we use and an EKG, things like that, where it's like, mm -hmm. you read this? No? Well, then maybe you need a legal nurse consultant, you know, just fun stuff. Um, and really just diving into the different aspects of what you actually do. So they know, and you always include something personal. So you always want to include who you are, where you come from, do you have family? What do you enjoy when you're not working um, so that we can get to know each other on a personal level? Our group was really lucky because we were, we're really small. So we really know each other really well. So um, mm -hmm. it's a very awesome opportunity to learn how to network from and these people that I'm with have been in the BNI for a long time. So they know all the ins and outs and lots of tips and tricks. <laughs> It sounds like it's been a very helpful group and a supportive group, I would imagine. Yes, very supportive. Um, they have steered me because, you know, I can work nationally. Um, it's a little bit tricky. They We've never dealt with someone like you. Typically, it's, you know, just looking in the community for people who need our services. Um, so they've actually directed me to different chapters. Um, to network outside of the 
chapter here locally and go to the other chapters throughout Atlanta and the other chapters throughout Georgia and reach out to them. You can always go and visit a different chapter. So even if there's a, um, like a zoom type meeting for the BNI in California, I can request to be a visitor there to give them my information. Um, and it's all really all about just making those human connections learning about people first, um, without being like, pay me, <laughs> let me sell you something. Um, so mm -hmm. it's, it has been, um, really mind changing, um, because not only does that affect me personally, um, with my business, but also inside, you know, and, you know, really figuring out who I am and what my business is and who I am in my business. So well, what strikes me in what you're saying, Allison, is that you have an opportunity to make human connections. Mm -hmm. You have the gratification that comes with knowing that you've gotten John the Roofer a job yes. that will help put food on his table. And John the Roofer knows that by speaking to his accountant about you and your services, stay with me because you may be thinking an accountant. Well, my accountant in Florida said, Pat, do you want introduction to attorneys? I know who has money and who doesn't. <laughs> well, yes, of course you would know that. I'm thinking you're handling their tax returns. I never thought about my accountant as being a referral source for me. Yeah, I mean, and they are, um, the BNI is very much about tell everybody who you are and what you do. Always have a business card. Never go anywhere without them because you never know who you run into in the grocery store line who knows an attorney or knows a paralegal or is a CPA or, you know, it doesn't matter. Just talk about yourself all the time um, just so that people know who you are. And I mean, that's you want to get your name out there. You want people to know who you are, but you also want to know who they are. Um, and one of the other things that's really important to me is following up. So if I get somebody's information, um, I really want to have a phone call. Um, text is okay. Um, I don't love it, but a phone call is so important and really just talking to them and focusing on them. How are you doing? I know you, your wife just had a baby. Congratulations. What did you, what did you have? What did you name her? Um, you know, it just really digging deep um, to build those relationships. Mm -hmm. Following up with email is good too. Um, but another thing that I learned through the BNI and was from uh, a lady who was in another chapter and she does what's called send out cards and it's a greeting card. And it's what they call a tangible touch. And I've gotten so many great responses with, I use the send out card system and you get, there's different subscription plans, but you send out real greeting cards. You can make your own or they have pre-made ones. I like to have a phone call. And after I have a phone call, so I'll do, my method is <laughs> I will meet somebody through the BNI whether that's an attorney locally or an attorney in Kentucky. I try to set up a one-to-one, -one, which is something that we do through the BNI. So they want you to have one-to-ones where it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation over the phone or over Zoom. 
um, in CEUs where you learn about different things for the BNI, how to network appropriately. Um, but you, they want you to have these meet, have as many one-to-ones as possible. So I'll have a one-to-one with the attorney in Kentucky and I'll call him and I'll ask him about himself. He'll tell me about his himself, personally, his business. Then I reciprocate. Then we talk about what kind of referrals we need. How can I help you? Now I'm in Atlanta. I might not be able to get you a referral, but that's not to say that that's not going to happen. Um, what else do you need? What can I do for you? And really just saying that, just saying, what kind of referral do you need? Makes them go, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take this referral. And then they say to you, what kind of referral do you need? After I have that conversation, I will send an email that says, thank you so much for taking your time. I know you're busy. I appreciate that. But then I use my send out card system and I send them a greeting card in the mail that says, I just wanted to touch base with you again and tell you how much I appreciate that you spent your that time with me. Um, I know you're a, a busy attorney, so I really appreciate having the chance to get to know you. And I have had a lot of responses from that. Um, mm -hmm. People don't get cards anymore. <laughs> and when you do, you're like, a card? She took the time out to send me a card. Um, so that's part of my method that I like to use. And I don't include uh, marketing on there at all. It's really just about that personal touch. Um, and I have had an attorney who, at, like two days after he got his card, called me and said, I have a case for you. Because it just puts you in their mind. And you can set up campaigns with that as well. Um, not to promote this thing, but it's helped me. And I think it's a really great system. Um, so that it can send out, you know, things on, you know, Valentine's Day, or um, it can send out things on St. Patrick's Day, whatever you want to set up. So that way you don't even have to, it's like a, a CRM. So it keeps all your contacts and you can go in and set up campaigns so that, you know, you can send out these reminders. Oh, it's been three months. I need to check in with attorney John and say, hey, how have you been? I haven't, you know, haven't, I just want to catch up and make sure you're doing okay. I hope you have a, have a great week. Mm -hmm. Part of what I sense in listening to you, Allison, is that you've developed a sense of confidence related to this process. You come across as being poised and ready to do business. Has your mindset always been in that place? No, I think um, as a mom and as a nurse and as a woman, you're always taking care of everybody else. It's always, I mean, I think for anybody, but especially women, it's really hard to put ourselves first. Um, but also getting out of that servant, uh, really like servant mindset of serving others and serving yourself. Um, because if I'm no good, to me, I'm not going to be good to anyone else, but you have to live in abundance and you have to live in where you want to be. Um, I have not, uh, it was really hard getting there for me. My motto is you have to want it more than you need it. And that's the only way you're going to be successful because yeah, it's great. Being a legal nurse consultant is great. I can make a lot of money. I can stay home. Um, but, 
but is that what I want? Um, I need it. I need it because I need to stay home and I need it because I need to make more money. I need it for X, Y, and Z. Once you shift from I need to I want, that's really when I started seeing a lot of changes in myself and a lot of changes in my business. That's when I really started seeing attorneys reaching out to me instead of me having to reach out to them um, because I was excited and I wanted it. And I knew that this was my destiny and what I was going to be doing. And I was excited. It was just fresh and exciting. (laughs) Allison, I know that our listener who's watching this on our YouTube channel, Legal Nurse Business, or listening to it on our audio channels, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other places, they're sitting there saying, I want to connect with Allison. I want to learn more about her services. What would be the best way for that to happen? So I'm available by my full name, Allison Dixon, D-I-C-K-S-O-N, on all, mostly all social media platforms. So LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Instagram, uh, TikTok even. <laughs> if you're one of those. (laughs) Uh, But I also uh, just have a brand new fresh website uh, for my company, vitallegalnurse.com. So my company is Vital Legal Nurse Consultants. um, And my website would be vitallegalnurse.com. And you can reach out to me there. um, And all my contact information is on that website as well. Thank you so much, Allison. That's easy to remember and easy to spell, which is a major advantage for you in a world where some of us struggle more with spelling than others. Coming with a last name of Iyer, I-Y-E-R, I am acutely aware that it sounds easy to spell, but it has been spelled many ways. I'm sure. My maiden name is Spiritigliosi, so... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I get it. (laughs) Well, you moved up when you got Dixon. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being a guest on Legal Nurse Podcast. And I would encourage you who is watching this show or listening to it to be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You will find Legal Nurse Business on YouTube and you'll get the video versions of Legal Nurse Podcast. Also, if you're listening to this prior to October 2022, be sure to go to our website at LegalNurseBusiness.com and check out our next online conference. We will be doing our next one October 27, 28, and 29, 2022. You can get details about that conference at LegalNurseBusiness.com. Order the recordings if you listen to this after that time and stay in touch with us. Sign up for our one of our free reports so that you get notified of events that we are holding and new products that are coming out to help you manage your LNC business most effectively. We'll see you next week for a new show, new guest, and be sure to spend your time today going to LinkedIn and seeing who you can connect with. Thanks so much. Welcome to Legal Nurse Podcast. My name is Pat Iyer, and I've just finished interviewing Peg Duchesne, who is an individual who has worked for 30 years in law firms. She worked in the capacity as a legal assistant and paralegal. 
And after leaving the law firm, went out on her own and started helping individuals with their marketing. We finished a podcast around the topic of social media. Peg refers to herself as a message therapist and works with individuals to help them come up with their content and make a manageable system for sharing on social media and building relationships. Peg, I'll ask you to quickly recap some of the points that we covered in the podcast. Well, thanks again, Pat, for having me. And we talked about the website and how it's so critical. It's the central force of all your marketing. We talked about having a blog page and why that's important to add new content to your website so that Google finds you, but also using the blog as chunks of content that you can put on other social media marketing. We talked a lot about LinkedIn because that's the most professional platform of all. We talked about having a benefits page that shows how the nurse consultant is so unique in whatever level of skill set and years of service they've had. In an, um, and we talked a little bit about an opt-in offer and how you can get your audience's email address so that you can nurture that relationship that's so important in the marketing world. Thank you, Peg. I know that this is a podcast that our listener is, is going to want to listen to maybe more than once to get some tips that will be useful in planning out and carrying out a social media strategy that's designed to attract people to that legal nurse consultant with the goal of those people being attorneys who have cases with which they need help. Be sure to find the podcast for Peg Duchesne and listen to it, give it your attention and learn from it. Thanks so much for watching this brief recap and we'll see you at the full show. Thank you, Pat. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out Pat Iyer's resources for legal nurse consultants on LegalNurseBusiness.com. Pat coaches legal nurse consultants so they make more money, get more clients, and avoid expensive mistakes. Check out her coaching program at LNCAcademy.com. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Join our community to get notified of each new episode and to receive the transcript of today's program. Complete the request form on podcast.legalnursebusiness.com. We appreciate you and your interest.